welcome back to another podcast. I am here with my good friend, Emily. Hi. So we are going to be talking about relationships tonight. And I'm super excited because we both are 18 and we both have different um, looks on relationships. I mean, we share a lot of the same views, but we've had different experiences, I should say. Um, but we also have a lot of the same experiences. And so we're going to talk about just some different subjects, different topics. Um, Emily's going to take a few topics. I'm going to take a few topics. And then we'll both um, talk about some of the same things. So, um, yeah, sit down, grab a drink, grab a snack, <laughs> and let's dive into it. So, Emily, you've been in a relationship before. Yeah, that was a... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How long were you in that relationship for? Um, I think I was in a relationship for a couple weeks shy of eight months. Okay. And that was... How old were you? Um, When I met the guy, it was summer 2017, so I was 14. It was right before I started ninth grade. Mm -hmm. So he was just a few months older than I was so he was also in the same grade yeah and then we knew each other for like two weeks and then we started dating which Mm -hmm. obviously like only knowing each other for a couple weeks that's so you were 14 and then it ended when you were 14 or did you turn 15 I turned 15 right in between okay so 14 and then she was 15 um okay awesome so we're gonna just jump into some questions like on the topic so Emily what is it like being in a relationship with someone that's not a believer because Emily was in a relationship um, with someone that didn't have the same beliefs as, as her. And I mean, she will explain what that was like, as you know, if you don't know, I should say. Me and her are both Christians. We love the Lord. And so, yeah, just tell us about what it was like being in a relationship with someone that was not a believer. So, a uh, fun fact, I actually met the guy at... Bible camp. So I went oh. to camp. Yeah, that was my second year at that camp. That was not a good year at camp. Um, so I met him and then we started dating. And obviously, like in the beginning of the relationship, um, he t- like he kind of let on that he was a Christian, but with the way mm-hmm. he spoke, um, how his family life was, obviously, like because I was blinded by love, I didn't really think yes. about that he wasn't a Christian. But mm-hmm. then, like, right before Christmas, I think is when it happened, he told me that he was not a Christian, he didn't really believe in that kind of stuff, that he only went to camp because his parents went to the camp there. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we can still make this work. Mm-hmm. And obviously at that time, I was not, like, I went to church, I went to Bible study, I went to youth group, but I was not very connected like I was in the past with my faith. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, after, like, a few months, then he was like, well, I mean, you could stop going to this Bible stuff and then spend time with me. And that's when I was kind of like, oh, well, I don't want to stop going to this Bible stuff Mm because I'm looking forward to this youth convention. I'm looking forward to Bible study, and I can't really give those things up just so I can have another weekend to spend with you. So, obviously... By that time, it was like, yeah, this is not working for me. And one day I was like, it was, I think it was a Tuesday. I was on the phone with him and something happened and then I had to go to dance. And on the way to dance, it was really quiet and my mom looked at me and she was like, look, I want to talk to you about your relationship. And I started crying and I'm like, 
I actually wanted to talk to you about it. I think I'm going to break up with him. So her and I talked about it. We prayed about it. And so then the next day, I went and broke up with him. Mm. And uh, at the time, the phone I had could not block people. So I couldn't block his number from my phone. So I just deleted it. Mm-hmm. And then he texted me like a few days later. And he's like, hey, I want to come to your church. And I didn't have the number saved. I'm like, here's this. And then he was being all creepy, and I'm like, okay, goodbye. Yeah. So, obviously, like, I after a while, once he was like, oh, I don't want you to do this stuff, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Yeah, it was kind of like a checking your spirit of like, ooh, I, okay. And there were some things that he has said and done in our relationship that really... Um, like, obviously now when I think about it, like, I had major red flags about, but Mm. at the moment when it happened, I was like, I can work with this. I can see if I can try to like it. Oh, yeah. I've so been there. It's like, oh. And I think one good point to, like, make is, first of all, just because a boy goes to Bible college or a Bible camp does not mean that he's a strong believer because... I've been like that before where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to this Bible camp and every guy there is obviously on fire for the Lord. I have met people that are not at all on fire for the Lord and they go because they were forced to go or because they wanted to go meet girls. I mean, and like I've told you like about this one guy that a bunch of my friends are friends with that he goes to, he does post-secondary enrollment Mm -hmm. options at a bible college and obviously with (laughs) all the stories i have told you um that i will be keeping private um that he has done obviously it does not show that he is really on fire for the lord and Mm. it real it's really hard because he tries using the bible and trying to push off these things i was like oh i'm still being a christian i'm still being strong in my faith it's like the way you're acting not really but okay yeah so with that really quick let's just talk about the importance of being evenly yoked the bible talks about being evenly yoked with the person that you're gonna be um with in dating and hopefully in a relationship of dating you're gonna be desiring to pursue marriage so the bible talks about being evenly yoked because as you can see with some of the things emily said and some of the things that i will share in a little bit It's not easy making a relationship work when you both have such different beliefs and feelings about, especially religion, because our relationships with, um, in this case, we're Christians, so we're going to be talking about Christianity, no other religion, but with Christianity, like, Christ is so important to us, and so it's like, if someone is in our life and they have our heart and we're in a relationship but they just do not see Christ the way we see Christ that is not good because it can almost tempt you to lower your standards it can like you said he was almost saying like hey like stop going to these church events so you can spend time with me instead and that's just not okay we need to be with someone that is gonna build us up and encourage us to grow deeper with the lord and i actually have a verse that um i have here proverbs 3 um verse 3 and 4 it says love let love and faithfulness never leave you Mm. find them around your neck Write them on the tablet of your heart, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. That's really, really good. And another verse I have here is 1 Corinthians 16, 14, which says, do everything in love. Mm. And I think that's something important that obviously in a relationship that you want to have, um, that you want to respect um, your partner's, um, all their opinions with love and 
obviously if you have disagreements that happens but one of the most important things is that you want to treat them with love and with respect absolutely and um one thing that my mom told me actually just a couple days ago was that when like religion is one of the things where you should have stand on the same platform oh absolutely that even if it's that there's a slight difference in it that difference will grow and Mm -hmm. that will wreck the relationship oh for sure and it's like um i don't know if you've been to the itasca state park i don't think i have well that's where the mississippi starts and there's a little rock path that you can cross and like last time i went i was only nine so it's been nine years and last like obviously at that age it's so easy to cross and it's like obviously and then like when you're in st louis you see how big Mm -hmm. the mississippi is and it's like even then like oh like at the beginning of the relationship like it's so easy to just kind of look past that but then once you're in so serious in the relationship you can see how much of a difference that can really really a good way to look at it i know yeah and i mean like one thing too that we have to look out for is there was a guy that i so like i wasn't in the best place like yes i still was a believer and i still love the lord but i wasn't living in the best place um i just was struggling with a lot of things and with that i opened my heart to a few different guys and they were never official relationships but i still like was interested in some different guys but i really lowered my standards um because i was in a place of desperation i just wanted to be loved but he almost manipulated me and deceived me into believing that he was a christian but you know it wasn't really his thing so he would support me and whatever i'm like okay well maybe i can change him and let me tell you guys that does not work and also if you're a guy that's listening to this picture it just take what we're saying but picture it for a girl so this is not just for girls and guys it's also for guys and girls Mm -hmm. so but he really tried to make me believe that like you know yeah I believe in God but it's just not really my thing and I was like okay well like maybe I can just change him and I can bring him to the Lord and I can do this and I can do that right there is an absolute no because the only person that can change a person's heart is God and so going into relationships uh like you said like eventually it will fail it might work out for a little bit and you think you can you think you have it all figured out and it's going good but eventually you're gonna want to have that emotional physical and spiritual support from a person you know as a christian you're gonna eventually desire to have the encouragement and to be built up by the word of god rather than the things of this world and if you're with someone that isn't living for god and is living for the world you're not going to be getting the things that your heart truly desires and eventually you will fall um now not to say like i know people that are in relationships and they started out as as non-believers and they they're married but eventually they got saved and the lord changed them and one is saved one is not now that's a different case because they're already married um but if you're not married and you're looking to date someone i definitely highly suggest that you Think about all of that and don't lower lower your standards ever and don't be deceived um, because, again, you can't change them. Only God can. You can be obedient and be used in a person's life to help change them and lead them to Christ, but that should never be in a loving relationship. It should just be in a friendship type of relationship. So I think that's really great to talk about with just, you know, 
why it's so important to be evenly yoked and um, what it's like to be in a relationship as a believer with a non-believer. So yeah, anything else to add on with that specific point? Otherwise we can move on. Um, another thing to kind of add on before we go into uh, how to work, like how to prepare for a relationship as a Christian. Um, th- something I was told many times as a little girl was to take the verse um, from the verse, like take First mm-hmm. Corinthians 13, 4, 5. And it says, um, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no records of wrong and something i was told is like if i liked a boy like when i was little be like oh this boy's cute um i would always be told to replace the word love and it yeah with his name and then it helps you think like oh well um Derek was not very patient the other day. <gasps> Derek. That's just a name I came you. up with. I'm kidding. So, um, obviously, like, if that helps you kind of keep track of, like, oh, mm-hmm. is this guy good? Like, does this fit into my, what I need? And, That's like, what you said, do not lower your standards. And something I actually did after I ended my relationship was I went into my notes and I wrote down my rules of a relationship so that when I went into a relationship I could send these notes to the guy I was going into a relationship with and I'm like if you do not respect these rules we cannot have a relationship Mm. and that's something to keep important because you want to make sure that um the guy or girl you're dating that keeps with your standards and that if they try to change it and they try to make you lower obviously that's a sign to, a no no yeah a sign to end it so. right and with that let's just go into the struggles of waiting for the right one and not lowering your standards i know for me like i've never been in an official like in an official relationship yes i've had crushes on people that's normal okay mm-hmm. and it's okay yeah and i've gotten really close to almost having an official relationship with someone and it just didn't work out it wasn't part of God's plan even though he was a great guy oh my gosh but it just didn't work out but um the point is is the struggles there is a struggle you guys like I'll just share for me like every day I am constantly coming before the Lord and asking God to help me because God has created us to desire to be with the opposite sex like someday I'm gonna be with a man and he's gonna be with me and that's a desire of our heart and it's not for everyone not everyone wants to be in a relationship but for me I strongly want to be in a relationship and I'm excited and I desire it and um I want it to be Christ-centered but it's hard waiting because you look at the world around you and everybody everybody and it's so has a boyfriend or a girlfriend I know and it's so hard because like when you go on social media oh my gosh like especially like um looking at like the explore page if you go on tiktok and go on your for you if you go on to instagram and look at your um oh my god your explore page if you go on to snapchat and like look at your friend stories a lot of people post about their relationships and they're like oh here's me like getting together with my crush and it's like obviously at that moment especially as teenagers we want that (laughs) of course and it's hard because obviously like i said we want that but the thing is (coughs) You have to think about, well, let me look at all my guy friends. Like, are they strong enough in God and are they for me? Yep. And I think that's something that's so important to, like, think about that. You need to remember that sometimes 
the devil puts temptations like that oh, in absolutely. your life. So when you see that kind of stuff and you're like, oh God, please give me my future husband already or mm-hmm. future wife. And it's like, so one thing that I actually did the other day, um, when I was talking with my friends about a guy that I have no clue if I like or not, but um, something I did was I looked into verses about love and relationships and mm-hmm. I actually took out a notebook and I wrote a note to God and I was like Jesus I pray for my future husband that um that you will shape his heart and mold him into the person you want him to be before he comes to meet me and that if you have him at the right spot for that he's ready to meet me or if I've already met him that you will help show me like oh this is the man I have for you yes um and I put that in my bible with one of the verses that I was looking at and obviously, like, when I go to flip through my Bible again, which I'm sure within the next couple days, um, that I will open it up, see that, and it'll help me, remind me yes. to pray for my future husband. And, um, another thing that I've done is, my mom saw this on Facebook, actually, is she had me pick out one of my dad's ties. And my dad didn't wear a lot of ties, so it was a little hard to choose mm-hmm. between them. And she was like, put this somewhere that you can see easily every day. Mm. And that when you go to see it, to pray for your future husband. Yes. And I think that's another thing that a lot of people tend to forget about is praying for your future spouse. That yes. you need to remind, like, help that they are molded into the person God wants them to be. And that's when God will introduce you to them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think like, oh, I'm never going to meet my future husband. And sometimes God is like, oh, you've already met him. Or you've already met your future yeah. wife already. <laughs> and you don't even realize it until mm-hmm. after something happens. Because maybe it's just not that right time yet. Like, exactly. You know? And so, yeah, like, every point that Emily just made is so great. Absolutely awesome. And full of truth. So take that to heart. And, again, like, I know that it's hard. Trust me, it is so hard when you see these relationships and you desire to have that. It's not wrong. God has given us those desires to want to be with somebody else. But in that, we need to be waiting and being patient. And it's really hard. Yeah, and there's sometimes where you find someone who you think is right enough and you're like, oh, God, well, let me, this this guy seems like, the perfect guy for me like he's a christian he's very loving and stuff and sometimes like when you go into that relationship it works out and sometimes you're just like oh well maybe we're just better off as friends yeah this is just working out at the moment and i've been there exactly and it's yeah. okay and um yeah so it's like that happens where for some people where it's like well sometimes you think like oh this is gonna work out and then it just doesn't yeah and it's like that's okay too but like one of the most like i said one of the most important things is just to pray about it and um one of the like one of the hardest things especially like besides like social media tempting you is when your friends are like oh well there's this guy i have for you that's Mm. another um (laughs) difficult one they're like oh hey here's a guy you should like (laughs) meet him and i'm like because no. I know he's probably not gonna be what I know, and it's like, or the guy ends up being like just weird and just not my type, <laughs> and I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard because like, and I'll oh. just like kind of close on this, but it's hard because like, when you're waiting, 
your patience is tested because like i said we desire it so badly to want to be with that person that god has for us with that don't be pressured into relationships like if a friend were to bring someone to you and be like hey i think you guys would be really great together okay meet the person but if you feel in your heart and in your spirit that that person's just not right don't give in to the pressure of your friends or anything else to be with that person because I have been there so many times, you guys, and mm-hmm. it has ended in heartbreak because I have felt pressured to, I didn't want to be mean, so I'd be like, okay, yeah, I like you, and I knew in my heart that I didn't, but I did it anyways because I felt pressured by myself or by others or by that person, and it only ended in heartbreak, and it's so cool how God is so loving and always looking out for us because in that time, even though there were most of the times I wasn't really like on track with the Lord. He still was like speaking to me and he's saying, Jaden, this is not the guy I have for you. Don't mess with it. And I did it anyways. And it ended in heartbreak. And so I just want to encourage you. Like, I feel like sometimes in this waiting period, it's a trial. It's a test from the Lord to see if we will walk through it, if we will endure and stay patient and stay faithful by waiting. And like Emily said, while you're waiting, pray for your future husband or future wife because they need prayer. And I am, I can imagine that they're praying for us oh, as yeah. well because um, if they desire to be with us just as much as we desire to be with them, they're probably going to be praying for us as well. So we should be praying for them constantly. And that's what I have to do is like when I'm like, Lord, I just want to be with someone right now, blah, blah, blah. I just need to stop and I need to pray and I need to pray for my husband, my future husband. And I, cause I know that I would want that from him. Exactly. And adding on to that and kind of moving into the next topic, um, while waiting for the next relation, your, like your relationship work on your relationship with god first because Mm -hmm. um obviously if your um future husband or your future wife is praying that god molds and shapes you into uh what he wants you to be obviously you need to work on molding and shaping yourself into what god wants you to be Mm -hmm. like focus on um just reading your bible and just really opening up yourself to the lord yeah i think that's something that a lot of people tend to forget about Mm -hmm. in this day and age and it's so hard because it's like oh well um i i can just take a break for today like no don't take a break work on yourself work Mm -hmm. on molding yourself for god and like exactly yeah because i always say this too like okay if i can't truly love god if I can't truly love myself, how can I love another human being in a whole nother way? Because when you're going into a relationship, this isn't just like loving your mom or loving your dad. You're literally like when you're dating someone, you fall in love in a whole completely different way. And of course, no, I haven't been in a relationship, but this is advice that I've taken from wise people from church, okay? And it's also what I think the Lord puts on our hearts as well to prepare us. But this isn't just a relationship between you and a parent or you and a sibling or you and a friend. This is a relationship with someone that you're going to hopefully eventually end up marrying. And once you marry that person, you become one. And the Bible talks about that. And so it is so, 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 so important that you take this to heart and that we take this to heart. Exactly. Um, 
and perfect our relationship with Christ and make sure that we are in a good enough place to love somebody else. And the Lord knows that. So I feel like the Lord sees our hearts and it's the heart that really matters to the Lord. So he's not going to bring someone into our lives when we're not ready because he knows that it could only end up hurting ourselves or hurting that other person. So trust God and know that he's a good God and he's only looking out for us. And I'm preaching to myself right now because, you know, it's it's really hard to wait, but I need to, in the waiting, pray for my future spouse, but pray for myself, pray over my heart, and perfect my relationship with God and work on my relationship with God. And I have a verse for all you ladies listening. I have Proverbs 31.10, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. Mm. And so if a guy ever makes you think that oh i'm not worth it i'm not special wrong (laughs) you are so special and obviously that guy is not the guy for you you want someone who treats you like you are one of the most important things on the planet absolutely and i have quite a few verses here i'm just gonna name a couple of them um i'm going to read a couple of them but there are so many verses here that um, are so good for a relationship, like Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. And obviously, like, you want to work hard together in your relationship just Mm -hmm. to, um, like you said, like you want to even yourself. But one of the biggest things that, another thing my mom told me was that you want to encourage each other in your faith, but you also want to challenge each other. Oh yes, challenge each other. Um, obviously push each other to be more pursuing your relationship with God more. Yeah. Um, another one is Romans 12, 10, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. Um, what first Peter four, eight, most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other for love covers a multitude Mm. of sins. And, um, another one here is Ephesians 5, 21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Obviously, like when you meet the one, when you are in a serious relationship with them, it's just you and like, it's you two and it's God. And Mm. I think that's something that a lot of relationships tend to forget that like, you're not only bearing each other just for each other you're bearing each other so that you can work each other out with god yeah and you're glorifying god because he created us to have to want to have a relationship with one another and so it's it it glorifies god so we better make sure that before we're going into a relationship that our hearts are right before the lord that our hearts are right before that person that we're going to be with Mm -hmm. and that our motives are both on the right track that at the end of the day we love god we want to serve god and we want to love one another and with that as time goes by um the lord is going to work in my heart and emily's heart in our future spouse's heart and because no we don't have all the answers right now and we don't have all the experience we're not married but that's the cool thing is as long as your hearts are right right now the lord will just keep revealing things to you he will keep teaching you guys as you go on as you keep seeking him in your relationship and and it will only get stronger and only get better and so i guess at the end of the day it's just where are our hearts with god and with ourselves and once our hearts are right before the lord 
God will bring in that spouse, that future um, husband or future wife on his timing. And I'm going to end this with one last verse, which is 1 Peter 3, 7. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understandings as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. Mm, I love that. And I think it doesn't show right here, but as you go farther on, it talks about how us wives should honor our husbands as the head of our home. And um, that's a topic for another time. But with all that said, um, I want us to close in prayer. But I just, again, like... Emily, you gave a lot of awesome advice, and I hope that this really just speaks to you guys and it speaks to us because I can admit it's hard. It's hard waiting, and it's it's hard because I'm constantly wondering, is that person the one? Is that person the one? But I believe that on the Lord's timing, we all will have a peace when we find that person. And like Emily said, maybe we've met that person already, but the Lord has almost blinded us from the from like realizing that that's the person because maybe it's not the right time and one day god will take off those like blinders like a spiritual blinder and it'll be like that person oh, is the it's one. the person yeah like hello i've known you for my whole life but i didn't realize that you were the one i was gonna end up with okay yeah <laughs> Just kidding. so anyways should one of us like do you want to pray like if i start and you close or sure okay All right, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you and we just thank you, God, that we get to come and we get to make stuff like this, Lord, where we get to just share our hearts and other people have the opportunity to listen, God. And so I thank you that we get to fellowship with others through a phone, through an app. So I thank you, God, that this is even possible. Lord, I thank you that you love us so much that you gave us man and you gave us women so that one day us women can find a man and the man can find a woman and we can love one another and we can glorify you, Jesus, in the process. And I thank you, God, that you don't want us just to feel alone, but you want to give us a partner in life and you desire that, Jesus. And so I thank you so much that you're a good, good father. And I pray that, Lord, you would help us to remain faithful and pure, Jesus, as we wait for that future spouse. Help us to make sure our eyes are looking at pure things, our ears are listening to pure things, our hearts are filled with pure things, Jesus, things that glorify you, God. I pray that you would help us to remain faithful, um, God, before and in the marriage, Jesus. I pray that you'd help us to resist sexual temptations because as teenagers, we desire things, God, because that's what you put inside of us. So help us to yes, stay strong, Lord. God, to resist pornography, to resist having sex before marriage or doing things, um, playing around with people outside of marriage, Jesus. Help us remain faithful before and in a marriage, Jesus. Help us to stay pure and help us, God, to remember that you love us so much and that um, someday you have that right person for us, Jesus. So I thank you, Lord, and we pray over our future spouses right now, Lord. We pray a blessing over them, God. Work in their hearts, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, work in our hearts, God. Do what only you can do, Lord, and keep us patient. And Lord, bring them to us on your timing. Yes, Lord, and I pray, like Jaden said, I pray for each and every viewer um, and their future spouses that they will understand that they need to work on themselves before they need to um, search for the one. Mm -hmm. And that... 
Um, I pray for all of our future spouses that you will mold them and shape them into the people you want them to be. Yes. God. And I pray that um, you will work hard in each and every one of us, that you will um, show us that relationships are something that are treasured, that mm. it's not something you yes, can easily God. throw away, that it's something you need to work on and focus on when it, the time is right. Yes. And Lord, I pray that, um, like I said, I pray for each and every viewer that you will help shape them, that you will help speak into their lives um, as they're listening to this podcast, that they will spread your word and that they will show other people like, hey, we need to focus on ourselves before we focus on finding the one. Yes. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for joining. And this was a podcast on relationships. Thank you.